Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We are talking everything St. Louis Blues as we head into the Boardwalk Hardwood Floors Blues booth. Boardwalk Hardwood Floors has great floors for every home with locations in West County, South County, St. Charles County, and our new location in Mid-County. And online at BoardwalkHardwood.com. Crouppen Celebrity Line and Blues Analyst for Valley Sports, Darren Pang, kind enough to join us, uh, as he does every Tuesday morning here on 101 ESPN with Carriker and Smallman. Good morning, Panger. How you doing? Good morning, uh, Randy and Michelle. I'm doing fantastic. Uh, the boys are uh, off to uh, Colorado playing tonight, but uh, our broadcast crew uh, came home there from Anaheim because we're not doing the game tonight, but it uh, be a fun one to watch for sure. So I'm guessing there's no real good reason to have John Hamm in the booth tonight with a, a national... Game, right? <laughs> no boy oh, was that fun or what um just, i mean really a lot i mean just spontaneous uh down to nothing not much happening um our broadcast position up there in anaheim is uh it's cramped it's uh small the monitors aren't very good i hate to be a whiner but then all, then all of a sudden what, what what we needed was a little bit of energy and there and there was john ham and he uh he brought it to the people for us for sure, and he made a he made a night that I'm sure the Blues were going to win at you know at one point anyway. They're obviously a much better team than Anaheim, but um, at, at least he made sure that they were going to win. And while he was there, scoring four goals was fantastic. And it was a special night, not only because of the John Ham factor and the Blues winning Panger, but Ryan Getzlaff. It was his final NHL game, a really special ceremony before the game with his beautiful family, and we saw um, that continue after the game as well with him greeting everyone, shaking hands with all of the players. What was it? like for you to be there for that moment I, I, it was great i selfish selfishly uh those are the kind of games you want to be at when i found out that it was ryan getzoff's last game that they were going to have the ceremony I'm, I'm thinking to myself what what a great honor first of all because i've you know i've seen him come into this league um you know i'm, I'm i at one point i was doing uh national stuff uh, i was i got to meet him many times i did the olympics um and uh, many of the guys that know Ryan Getzlaff, uh, like Kevin Shattenkirk, for example, that's why we had Kevin on the pregame show, uh, a former Blue, but a guy to give us some insight on what Ryan Getzlaff's all about. And, you know, he's a dying breed, and he's a breed that we want to keep in the game. It's guys like Alex Steen and, 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 uh, and Ryan Getzlaff, just to name a few, that are very important for, you know, for the, uh, for the soul of the game. And so, no, I was, I was very, I was, I was thrilled. Um, it was uh, it was nice to the players. Um, they showed great deal of respect as they should, and they stayed on afterwards. And then uh, then they left, and then they went in the locker room and let the uh, you know let the, uh, the the family and let the ducks do what they did. And um, a good moment for the ducks, but a sad moment for the ducks too because it's an end of an era. No Corey Perry, no Ryan Getzlaff. Um, they uh, they stood up for what the game is all about, and I hope that the young players that are on that team that are very skilled players. 
um, but are not quite the kind of players uh, that Ryan Getzlaff are. I hope they learned an awful lot from him and they continue on some of the great things that he's brought to the game. Panger, when we talk to David Braun every week, several times he's mentioned that even though he, even though he only spent a couple of months in Anaheim with Getzlaff, Getzlaff had as big an impact on him as any other teammate. And this is a guy that played with Malkin and Crosby and obviously has played with a lot of guys here in St. Louis. You mentioned that young players can look to Getzlaff. What specifically does he do? Or is it just that he he leads by example to help young players and and teammates get better? Well, from what I'm told, he's got a you know a little bit of that Barrett Jackman in him, mm-hmm. um, where he doesn't say very much, but when he stands up in the locker room and says something, everybody sits down. Uh, Jay Bolmeister had that here as well. Alex Dean had that. Um, you know, those are. I, I, I mean, I'll, I'll dig down a little deeper if you really want, but that whole thing that happened in uh, in Arizona with Zegras and with mm-hmm. Troy Terry, mm-hmm. uh, Getzlaff wasn't dressed for that game. He wasn't on the bench. And, and you can be sure that none of that would have happened if Ryan Getzlaff was on the bench because mm-hmm. Ryan Getzlaff likely would have told Zegras, not after the goal, not the lacrosse goal, not the skill, the way he talked to the other team and the way he went by, Ryan Getzlaff would have told him to knock it off. Okay. You know what I mean? Yep, that Those says things. it all. Yeah, those things right there. Those are, those are the intangibles that you just can't teach. Well, Panger, let's go back to that second period. Uh, four goals for the Blues, a little John Hamm magic, as we mentioned off the top, but four different Blues scoring. Jordan Cairo, Vladimir Tarasenko, Ivan Barbashev, John Hamm's guy, and Justin Falk. But it was good to see Jordan Cairo light the lamp there. What are you looking to see from Jordan Cairo in the, these last two games of the regular season as we head into the playoffs? Well, I'm still looking for a lot more. Um, I you know, I, I I still think there are some parts of his game where he's 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 hesitant, and if we're going to play against, well, we are playing against the Minnesota Wild. If we start in their building, they're going to get the matchups they want. They're a they're a team that plays hard on pucks. You, you can't shy away and you can't be slow. So what I want, I mean, what I'm looking at the game from my vantage point is get going. I mean, really skate again, skate again. Like get those legs going from underneath you. He's He's tending to kind of glide a little bit, and and there there have been some moments of, of certainly of improvement, and that's been great, and and this the the, the success of the team isn't on the shoulders of, of Jordan Cairo, trust me, but um, he can certainly be a large part of the Blues backing off the Minnesota Wild. If he's playing a fast game, they they're going to be lookout. If he's playing one of those games where they know he, they can get it in his kitchen and rattle his pants a little bit, then boy, that's going to be a step back. So. Um, although it was good for him to score and it was great to see a smile on his face, I think there's still a, a few more uh, elements to his game that he can bring to the table. And he's got a big one tonight against Colorado. I mean, that's the kind of team that the Blues are going to have to, you know, have to have to contend and beat uh, if they're going to win the Stanley Cup. But uh, all in all, it's great to see the success of all the offense from, from the Blues. And uh, hopefully we get Braden Shen back. I don't imagine it's going to be tonight. Um, maybe on Friday or maybe for game one of the playoffs, and same with Tory Krug. So th- those are other elements of the game that will balance out the uh, the lineup uh, uh, sheet there as, as Bozak returned to the last game. Panger, I-, I have a greater appreciation for what the Blues have done when I look at their history, and we-, we can look at this streak, but with 109 points, there's only a- two other Blues teams that have had more than 109 points, and that w- included the President's Trophy winning team in 2000, and then the 2014 team. 109 points is a pretty substantial season. This has been a really good year. A phenomenal year. I mean, you talk about a team that at one point we weren't sure what kind of identity they had. Um, you know, how are they going to play when the games got big? Um, then they, you know, they've grown into, and maybe it coincides with getting Nick Letty at the deadline, 
Um, but, you know, they were still a little inconsistent going into that trade deadline. And I'm sure even Doug Armstrong and Craig Bruby were looking going, man, what, what, what do we have here? And I'm not saying it's just one player that came into the lineup, but, boy, it sure has settled things down. And, um, and it's put a lot of other players in, in place as well as they were waiting for Oscar Sunwis to get healthy and get going. You know, maybe by waiting, um, knowing that he wasn't 100% healthy, that other players got moved out of their maybe a spot that they deserved. So now we're seeing that these players, and even the fourth line, even though Dakota Joshua did get sent down to make room for Tyler Bozak, Bozak came in in the last game, and I thought he was outstanding. I thought he was telling everybody, don't forget about me. I've still got some legs left in me. So um, so that part of it's good. But they could get to 113 points. They've got, let's go through it. They've got five forwards with 25 or more goals. That's tied with Florida for the most in the NHL. They have eight forwards with 50 or more points. That's the most in the NHL. Mm. I mean, that's more than Colorado, Toronto, and Florida. I mean, so that's just the offensive side of the puck. The other part is the penalty kill is number one. So it's not like they're cheating on the defensive side of it just to score goals. They're, they're scoring goals and they're defending. So that's a, this has been a really a great look for the Blues. It's been entertaining and fun and and, and competitive. So all those things aside, I'm so pumped up for the playoffs to start. So my pinger, and you have two goaltenders that are playing well uh, right now as well. Two wins for Jordan Bennington on this West Coast trip. He's won his last five games. And even though Billy Husso has been amazing for the Blues this season, he's earned that playoff spot. I wonder how long his leash is in the playoffs. A guy who hasn't done it before when you know Jordan Bennington has, and he's looked like himself the past five games. Yeah, well, leashes do get shorter in the playoffs because it's, it's desperation time. I mean, even last year in the playoffs when Florida Panthers were expected to be, you know, the juggernaut and that was going to be their year, I believe Joel Quenville used all three of his goalies. So, yeah, pressure gets on. Um, you, can, you can tell if a goaltender um, has got his nerves intact or, or, or maybe he's unsettled, and that's up to the coach to figure that out really quick and, uh, you know, make a, make a change or stay with it. But, you know, uh, Villy gave up the first two goals, not much action, but I really like the way he settled down in, in, in that game, and that says an awful lot. As far as the game in Arizona is concerned, I think the players and the coaches were a little disappointed that they, they kind of let Jordan Biddington out to hang. I mean, he had a nice little 4-1 game going on right there. There was no reason for that game to get to where it was at, but it did. And uh, I think something, uh, I'm sure something was said inside that locker room to say that's not going to happen again. And uh, so I like Jordan's game, and he's got his swagger, so... Um, I, I do believe that we're going to see Jordan tonight, and then we'll see uh, Villy on Friday, and that uh, that kind of begins the quest of Villy to start the playoffs, in my opinion. Panger, last thing. Back when you played, and back in the day, it used to be that if you were if you had a chance to see a team, if the Blues in Colorado were playing tonight, second to last game of the season, somebody would try to set a tone and set the stage for the playoffs. It doesn't seem like that's the case anymore. Is there really anything that we can learn by watching tonight's game, or is it just imperative for the Blues to win to get home ice in the first round? Yeah, I think that's the only goal, and, and the only motivation is just that. It's, um, you know, you're not going to play a player like, let's say, Braden Shen with, a, you know, with an injury that he's got, uh, even though I'm sure it was game one of the playoffs he'd play, but... So you don't, you don't want to put anybody in any kind of jeopardy. But the lineup that you have out there, the main goal is to get two points because you're still trying to get home ice advantage against Minnesota. So there, there's, no, there's nothing else going on. They're struggling. Colorado hasn't found their game lately. They're giving up a ton of goals. I think the best thing that can happen in this game is to put a little dent in the armor of the Colorado Avalanche and smoke them by seven. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like really, really keep going the way you're going offensively. Make plays. Make them doubt their game a little bit because maybe that helps 
if, if they end up facing each other in the second round of the playoffs. Panger, always good to have you with us. Always good to have Bruce on the show, too. Uh, yeah. We heard him I back had there. to boot him out of the room. He was, <laughs> he was, he was chewing on a Christmas toy, so uh, we, we had to eliminate him. Well, he, he's always welcome on Character and Smallman. I know. He might, he might get his own sponsorship pretty soon. <laughs> right. Have a great day. Enjoy the game tonight. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks. Okay, sounds great, guys. Michelle, uh, Randy, have a great one. You too. That's uh, Blues analyst Darren Pang. And by the way, tonight's game is on ESPN-TV and, of course, here on 101 ESPN. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The college football playoff committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget, BetOnline for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. Want more ways to show your good side to the world? Donate plasma at a Griffles Center and join thousands of donors who are helping to save lives. Receive up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com.